Hi, I'm Ken. And I'm Dee. And this is Antiques Freaks. What antiques are we talking about this week? <laughs> I, I think we should talk about a fun little thing we discovered over the weekend. Let's talk about the Corel Golden Butterfly Pattern. Also known as the Taylor Swift Plates. So when I heard the phrase Taylor Swift Plates, I sort of felt like I had been shot in the chest a million times. And I felt like I had been given a gift from the antiques gods. <laughs> By the way, shout out to listener Emily for cluing us into this phenomenon. Yeah, uh, major shout out. This is like literally the funniest thing and I've been loving it. So how did these come to be known as Taylor Swift plates? Well, they were in the music video for her song Antihero. And these are the white plates with the gold floral and butterfly pattern around the rim. Yeah, they are from Corel from the 70s. And did they have any secondary market value prior to this video's release? Not really. They were made in the hundreds of thousands to millions. You know, all Corel patterns were extremely popular and mass-produced. I'm willing to bet that they went with that one just because it might have been such a ubiquitous sight in a Midwestern home and that people would immediately relate to it. Who can say? Are you the set designer for Taylor Swift's music videos? Write in antiquesfreakspodcast at gmail.com. I would love to know um, just if this the 70s vibed with the theme of the album. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. I couldn't say. Wow, fake fan. I did watch the video to see the eggs. There are eggs on the plate. <laughs> The eggs leak glitter gel, by the way, which, like, that's a cool detail. Uh, Shout out to whoever directed the video. I was afraid for a moment you were going to criticize eggs leaking glitter, and I would have to put you on blast again for your own scrambled egg habit. Yeah, I know. No, I was going to put it on blast. Of just pouring nonpare into them. It was a delightful uh, detail. A fun fact is that Corel was occasionally manufactured by Corningware Glass. Did Corel buy out Corningware or Corningware buy out Corel? I believe Corel bought out Corningware, as Corel is still a a company and Corningware is no longer. Listen, I know about furniture. (laughs) I know about books. This was such a neck snap for me, head turn, just because I'm so not used to people in general talking about vintage goods and least of all stuff from the 70s, which is like gotta be my biggest blind spot, so. Even after Mad Men changed the antiques game as we know it forever? Even after, yeah. Damn. The thing is, I got Mad Men mixed up with um the other historical show about dudes being huge douchebags. That's all of them. The one that had uh Steve Buscemi, I think, was actually in both. The one that was in the 1920s. Oh, boy. Boardwalk Empire. Thank you. Yeah, so... Yeah, that one's Prohibition. That's early 20th century. Yeah. Mad Men is late 20th century. Yeah, I mean, my whole thing is that I turned on Mad Men and it wasn't Boardwalk Empire, and I was like, fucking lame, and I turned it off, and then I just never... (laughs) I guess I just assumed Boardwalk Empire had changed its name and sucked now. I turned on Mad Men, and I was like, where's Chalky White? (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. So I didn't really watch it. I I suppose to get my vintage cred back, I'll have to go through and watch it. It'll probably help you sell more, you know, mid-century modern yeah probably so yeah taylor swift drops this hot video for the song anti-hero and i guess a lot of people just it seems from the research i did that it was a happy accident that people just went thrifting and happened to see the plates and were like omg those are the ones from the video and not that people were going out looking for the video plates at first at first but yeah after it became obvious that you could just go out and buy those at what seems to be any secondhand shop Suddenly, there was a demand for the Corel Golden Butterfly plates. Suddenly, there's a secondary market, and it's lighting up Facebook. It's, it's, um, it's really crazy. 
These are plates that I would get a dollar per piece for if I was extremely lucky. If you were lucky, you'd be able to get rid of them at a yard sale by writing free on top of the stack? Yeah, and um, now, what, this actually still not selling for like a huge crazy amount from what I could see. They're selling for tens of dollars a plate, D. Wait, that's a lot for like a 1970s Corel. Yeah, that's insane. Especially considering you can probably get a whole set at a Goodwill for like five dollars. I have saved here a couple that I found. 25 bucks for a single plate. 40 bucks for a three-plate set. And all of them going to Taylor Swift fans. So a lot of the posts I was seeing in the Broke Swifties Facebook group, which, incredible, amazing, love it. It seemed like people were finding these by happenstance in, like, savers and thrift shops and what have you, buying them up, and then offering to resell them to fellow Taylor Swift fans for about 10 bucks a plate, sometimes 5, sometimes 20. And they just didn't seem to be people who were normally reselling glassware over the internet which is where I start becoming concerned. Why does that make you concerned? Because the reason our own Etsy shop, etsy.com slash shop slash antiquesfreaks, doesn't stock our storage bins full of glassware is because shipping glassware is a nightmare. That's true. It sucks super hard. I don't like to do it very often. The reason being, as you might have sussed out, these things tend to break when they're not shoved in a box and thrown in the back of a van and bounced around and dropped on the ground. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll take you up on that. The Corel glass is tempered glass and was for a time very hardy glass. Harder to break than average. Now, does that time span cover the time span in which this pattern was manufactured? Yes. Okay. Actually, Butterfly Gold was one of the initial patterns when it launched. Okay, so these might be sturdier than your average glassware. Yes, it is glassware called a vitrelle, which was two different kinds of glass laminated into three durable layers. Ooh. So, like a lot of kitchen glass, it was kind of sold on being slightly harder to break than others. Now, that's not quite as unbreakable as old Pyrex, mind. And we do mean specifically old Pyrex. For more on that, check out our Pyrex episode. For more on that, check out the bandage on my arm. Because my Pyrex exploded. Whoops! See, now, I thought you were going to say that you were worried because of a different thing about glassware. And not necessarily that a bunch of uh, teenage Swifties might not be good at packaging. Which is a valid concern, and I would consider it when buying. You say teenage... Everyone I know in that group is in their 30s. <laughs> I was gonna say, we heard this from a 30-year-old. <laughs> Every Swifty I know is of an age with Swift herself, like... <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, a dark pall uh, after all of the delightful TikTok videos of people near tears saying, I have the anti-hero plates... And yeah, that's, they, they are very emotional about it. Hey, if I found the exact set of teacups used in Our Flag Means Death in the Savers, you think I wouldn't drop to my knees sobbing? Well, okay. I get where they're coming from here. A lot of those teacups are inherently more valuable, though. Wow, very rude. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Shockingly rude. Listen, do you have any idea how much self-restraint it's taking for me to just, like, normal about this? <laughs> I'm trying to be- I'm trying. How would you be if you weren't normal? What's the other option? Now I'm desperately curious. I can't- So here's the thing. I don't under- Like, no hate. No shade. Uh-huh. I truly, to my very core, do not understand Taylor Swift in the slightest. I can't suss out any of these angles. I, like, do not get it. Hey, Swifties. Thank you for tuning in. I get it. She writes a good tune. It's a bopping track. It's not like a hate thing. It's like someone took things I could understand and turned it inside out and created, like, the anti-D matter. That's great. However, I need everyone to know that they only need to send hate mail to 50% of this podcast.
podcast. Don't send me any hate mail. It's fine. I'm totally on board with y'all. Having a great time rocking out. If you would like to change Dee's mind about Taylor Swift, email antiquesfreakspodcast at gmail.com. I liked the concept album about how Rhode Island's extremely haunted. That was pretty sweet. I didn't listen to it, but I read the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty good. So I don't see how failing to fathom Taylor Swift means you cannot fathom the secondhand market for this plate. No, I totally can. It's just like the accessibility has to make it so much more fun because the chances that you're going to go out to a Goodwill and find these are so high and like that's so exciting, you know? As you said up top, mass produced in the hundreds of thousands? (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah was one of their most popular patterns. Hot damn. And at the time it was priced very cheaply, so just about every household had them. Add in that they were durable for families. But so, Ken, what is the other thing when it comes to glassware that you in particular are concerned about? Well, is it perhaps any way related to our danger lead poisoning episode? Oh, it's super related. And um, I know we casually conversed about this and I made a claim that turned out to be 100% untrue. Oopsies. Yeah, these things contain like a lot of lead. All of them across the board even after United States finally got on board with banning lead in the 1970s? So, yeah. Oops. I try to be skeptical about this because it's very easy to kick up a fuss about things that are dangerous and, you know, perhaps overestimate the dangers. So originally, Lead Safe Mama had tested the butterfly gold pattern Corel plates and found 14,000 ppm of lead in the decorative elements, which is to say the transfer patterns on the side. Reminder that the tagline for our lead poisoning episode is, our bodies don't need lead. There is no amount of lead that is considered safe for your human body. The closest thing to safe which is the maximum amount that your liver can properly process. This is not a good thing to do to your body, but it is possible. 90 ppm. Interesting. (laughs) That is a much smaller number than the number you said was in this plate. So, yeah, that's not a small amount. 90 ppm might be a small amount, and you might gamble with that on occasion. 14,000 is many. It's very many. And lead poisoning and lead exposure are not minor things to play around with. So, in my search to make sure that this wasn't someone got an off reading one time, Corel did respond to this by saying you shouldn't eat off of any of their plates made after 2005. What? I mean, I'm sorry, made before 2000. <laughs> oh, okay. Jesus. I was like, wait, before. what? <laughs> after 2005 is when their stuff was brought into lead compliance. Okay. So that's every plate used in my parents' household is unsafe. It's not great. Because the company themselves says, hey, don't use the their danger. Yes, they do have a public statement saying that these should probably be relegated to decorative elements from now on. So here's the thing. I don't trust corporations. So this could be either one of two things. One, a corporation thinks this is a big enough problem that they can't tap dance their way around it and are taking the rare move to get out ahead of this so they don't get sued for giving people lead poisoning. Alternatively, with all of these old plates still in circulation, sales of new plates are down, so now their only idea for how to drum up sales of new plates is to tell everyone that everything before 2005 is made of poison. There are a lot of people doing lead testing on these pieces who are finding anywhere from 14 to 30,000 ppm, so I don't think it's the latter. A lot of citizen scientists are discovering that the lead content is high. Whoopsies! Notably, the lead is not in the glass itself, but is in the decoration on top of the glaze. But that's the part that makes it a Taylor Swift plate, D. I guess if you food safe resined it, then you might be onto something. No. Hey, actual policy of this podcast. No fucking around with resin. 
Oh, that's the thing is- Do not. Just don't. So one of the benefits of being able to hang around with a lot of artists is that I do know people who work with resin. And general consensus is that unless you are a scientific specialist trained in the chemical use of resin, there's no way to know when even the food safe resin has cured appropriately. Also, knowing a lot of artists who use resin means you know a lot of people with permanent lung scarring as a result of working with resin. Yeah, since this turned into a safety PSA episode, um, absolutely <laughs> any resin crafts, nothing that you would eat off of and only do with appropriate ventilation and breathing equipment, which can be found at your local hardware store. Do it outdoors and with a good ventilator. Do not do it in your house with your kids or pets. Yeah, I recommend both. A good ventilator with a particulate filter, such as you would use for spray painting, is a good idea. And also, yes, you do need to use a ventilator for spray painting. And yes, if something goes in the air and it smells, if something smells, there's a really high chance you need to use a ventilator. This doesn't go for, like, candles, but... <laughs> but the resin smells because it's making fumes happen. Yeah. And your lungs are very picky about what kinds of things they want in them. And it's really only, like, one specific molecule they want, and all other molecules can fuck off. Yeah, I don't mean to sound like the no fun guy, but there isn't a single hobby on this earth that is worth poisoning yourself for. So don't do that thing I just joked about with the resin. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're a glass worker, if you could encase it in another layer of glass, that would be good. That could be fun. However, I am aware that's a very tricky thing to do. So yeah, I I feel bad doing this to all the sweet little Swifties, but I please get a little plate hanger and enjoy it and do not eat off of it. And let's all be glad that Taylor herself didn't in that video. She just cut on it. Which is one of the things you can do to a plate that has lead in it to release the lead from it. The other thing is washing it. Yes. (laughs) That will also make the lead come off. So like... Also eating any acidic food, and I know what you're thinking, I drink alkaline water. None of my food is acidic anymore. Nothing works like that. That's not how science works. Acidic foods include vinegar, most salad dressings, ketchup, anything with a tomato in it, wine. I don't think anyone's pouring out their wine onto their Taylor Swift plates and just chugging it, but who knows? So there is a matching, like, tumbler set, and it would be so funny if they were drinking wine out of that. I mean, it wouldn't be funny because I don't want people getting lead poisoning. Well, if the lead is in the decorative part, the wine going on the inside of the glass and not the outside of the glass. So that's probably fine. Yeah, your mouth does go on the outside sometimes. But with the plate, there is that whole rim situation. And to wash the plate, you are kind of going over the whole thing, including the rim and kind of spreading the lead around. So yeah, um, this has made me very serious to consider. I am actually have just purchased a package of lead testers. Hell yeah. I do use a lot of vintage and antique dishware. For my own peace of mind, maybe I won't be lead poisoning myself. The test kits are actually pretty cheap. I'm going to test a couple and I will give my official, like, my thumbs up to a test kit that I like. Oh, hell yeah. Test kit test off. Well, yeah, I want to see which ones can be consistent and trustworthy. Lead poisoning too, coming soon. Yeah, it just makes me sad because these are being, I don't want to say scalped because even at the scalping prices, they're pretty affordable. That's the thing, right? They're still like 10 bucks a plate. Yeah. And also like, there's not what I would call a limited supply. <laughs> It's just a matter of finding the things. It is really funny, too, seeing a bunch of, like, antique sellers go, like, as seen in Taylor Swift's anti-hero video. Like, I guarantee they have no idea what that means, but someone just told them that. Exactly. But I feel like $10 a plate is an extremely reasonable finder's fee. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with, like, a whole set going for, like, $20. And also, like, considering what a pain in the ass these things are to ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, no, you shouldn't eat off of it. I would recommend, um, instead of buying online, maybe just start haunting your local uh, value village. Is that the Canadian one? It is. It's the Canadian version of Savers. There's probably people in Canada. Probably. (laughs) I've heard that. I mean, my brother-in-law is from there, so I think we have a fairly solid body of evidence that people do live in Canada. Although he doesn't live there anymore, so maybe they all moved out. Uh Uh-oh. Canadians, write in. AntiquesFreaksPodcast at gmail.com. You still up there? (laughs) Check in. Yeah, and speaking of other, um, I think I saw someone call it Taylor Swift merch before it was merch. <laughs> In the background, I was delighted to see is a Pyrex gold butterfly bowl. Because they were sharing patterns for a while, weren't they? They were, which makes them quite harmonious. So pretty. I kind of wish it were more prominent. Pyrex gets lots of love, but I think it's very fun to see everyone love on Pyrex. We just love it so much. We want everyone to share that love. It's true. Now, one thing to look out for if you are dead set on having a set that you can eat off of, you can find people selling body-safe transfers for dressing up your dishware in this pattern. You can pirate your plates? (laughs) Yeah, you can pirate your plates. Come on, 2023, (laughs) we're doing piracy, you know? We're in our, uh, our flag means death phase. Damn. Era. What did the kids say? Someone help me. I'm so old. (laughs) Shock of shocks, the Antiques podcast isn't hip to the lingo of today's kids. For real, no cap. It took me a while to wrap my head around the idea that Taylor Swift was using vintage plateware, so like, yeah, I'm old. But yeah, we're in our flag means death era, we're pirating our plates. It's pirates 24-7. Good old time. So, in conclusion, $10 a plate, pretty reasonable. More than that, slightly less reasonable, depending on how it's being shipped to you. Scalping not really possible because supply of these plates is nigh on infinite. And maybe don't eat off of them. Great for interior design, not good for breakfast. They will look so charming not being eaten off of on your little breakfast nook. Maybe you could have someone make some fake glitter scrambled eggs for you to put on them. Maybe. Oh, you know what this would be great for? What? Glitter slime videos. Glitter slime videos. <laughs> I guarantee like 90% of the people who <laughs> this podcast are like, what the? F-? You're just combining nouns. <laughs> You're just saying words. You're just saying words. Little do they know, that's how a podcast gets made. That's a classic way to make a sentence. Oh, man. So uh, thank you, Taylor Swift, for reigniting the love of vintage design in the hearts of, I keep saying children, but honest to God, 30-year-olds like me. I was gonna say, in the hearts of our peers, (laughs) like... In the hearts of our peers who maybe hadn't considered it before. Yay! And shout out to Lead Free Mama for always being on that good grind, keeping us safe. Sources for today include Corel.com, Lead Safe Mama, which is TamaraRubin.com, article, if you are a Taylor Swift fan, you may have already heard about this, Wikipedia, and that is it. Blessed Wikipedia. Donate, won't you? Thank you. If you would like to suggest an episode topic or just say hello, you can email us directly at antiquesfreakspodcast at gmail.com. You can post our Facebook group, Antiques Freaks Friends. You can tag us on Tumblr, antiquesfreaks.tumblr.com. You can check out our Instagram at instagram.com slash antiquesfreaks or hit up our Facebook group, Antiques Freaks Friends. I'm impressed every time you do that. This time I even fucked up the order on them. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to yell at me for not being a Swifty like you are, feel free to scroll on down where you're, wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave us a juicy, succulent review. I'll sink my teeth right into it, no matter how many stars you give us. You can do this on Spotify as well. Five stars, you might say. I love to eat lead, so thank you for letting me know where to find some. And if you would like to pick up almost any kind of vintage good other than furniture or glassware, check out etsy.com slash shop slash antiques freaks. A very clown-heavy bend at the moment. Well, people keep buying the clowns, so here we are. (laughs) 
It's, it really is something. It started as a joke and, and now look where it's gotten me. There's no such thing as irony. There really isn't. And that's fine because I love clowns. And if you need more Antiques Freaks in your week, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Freaks, where every week we are reading and reviewing a chapter of the Victorian Penny Dreadful Varney the Vampire or the Feast of Blood. Special shout out to our patrons for paying our hosting fees and filling our hearts with love. So much love. And thank you in particular for listening. That's right. You. Au revoir. Goodbye. <laughs>